0: Here is the haiku of the day. Bar, Bar sticks his neck out. Our children don't know what. And writers should fear. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumb Asses Talking Politics. Hey, hey! Welcome back to Dumb Talking Politics. Alright, so let's get into this. Now tonight, today I don't have any real sound bites. Uh, I just nothing out there. Biden didn't say anything stupid because he's hiding in his basement. But Biden is doing a town hall at 5 p.m. today on CNN. So I can't wait to see this town hall because uh, uh, President Trump did a town hall on Tuesday on ABC and ABC just trashed it. I mean, they set him up. Why he's doing this, I don't understand. He needs to just do what he does with the press on a regular time. He did this with George Stephanopoulos, who is hugely left-wing. I mean, this guy—I thought he was gay for a while, but this guy used to used to cry when he or did cry when Clinton got impeached. Uh, so it was—I I don't know why he would do something like this. Ben Shapiro pointed out, I think correctly, we need less Trump now, not more Trump. Trump is already in the limelight. He's already showing he's got a ton of energy and as Ben Shapiro said and I agree with this, he might just have too much energy. The guy just constantly wants to get out there constantly. But I just think one of the things he needs to do is stop get out of the spotlight. Only do your do your rallies, do your press com- your press conferences. But that's about it. He does not need to be interviewed by someone like George Stephanopoulos or anybody on CNN. We're going to get into that a little later because President Trump does have some allies that can really help him out. But I can't, I can't, I'm sure to God I'm going to have a lot of uh, sound bites uh, tomorrow because um, Joe Biden's doing a town hall today and I'm sure it's going to be completely scripted. But Maybe I'm sure he's going to flub up his scripting. So we're we're going to see how that goes. So let's talk about the guy who Trump should actually get out there to represent him, who should be doing the talking. It's Attorney General William Barr. Now, William Barr is normally very soft-spoken, but he has finally had enough of the press. When asked whether, Donald, whether or not Donald Trump would leave the White House if he loses this election, Barr snapped. Okay, language. You know liberals, you know liberal projects. You know liberals project. You know the president is going to stay in office and seize power and all that shit. I've never heard of such crap. I mean, I'm the attorney general. I would think I would have heard something about this. Wow. Barr also... Uh, in this, in another interview, sat back and said uh, he, he showed concern about the country heading towards a mob rules type of governance. He's quoted as saying, Increase, quote, Increasingly, the message of Democrats appears to be Biden or no peace. Hey, Biden has said that. As Attorney General, I'm not supposed to get into politics, but I think we're getting into a position where we're going to find ourselves irrevocably committed to a socialist path. And I think if Trump loses this election, that will be the case. Barr also expressed concerns with the way the election may go, saying, just think about the way we vote now. You have a precinct. Your name is on a list. You go in, you say who you are. You go behind a curtain. No one is allowed to go in there to influence you. No one can tell you, uh, tell how you voted all that has gone with mail all this is gone with mail in voting there's no more se- secret vote in the mail in vote a secret vote prevents selling and buying votes so now we're back in the business of selling and buying votes and the capricious distribution of ballots means harvesting undue influence outright coercion paying off a postman here's a few hundred dollars give me some of your ballots he is absolutely correct and this has happened This has happened. It's happened in New Jersey. It's happened in California. There used to be red counties in California. No more. And that's all done through mail-in voting and ballot harvesting. And anyone who sits there and tells you, Hey, there is absolutely no... There's absolutely no corruption with mail-in voting is lying to you. There is corruption in mail-in voting. There has been corruption in mail-in voting. People people are in jail because of corruption of mail-in voting. Dogs, cats, birds, dead people, they're all getting ballots in the mail. Illegal aliens in my state of California, which I will not be in this state much longer, are, are sending out ballots to everybody they have on record, including illegal aliens. They've already made. They've already made clear. They've messed up at the DMV, and, and and illegal aliens were getting confused between the application for an ID and the application for a mail-in vote. This is a thing. This is going to happen. And today, Pennsylvania ruled in court. It could be three days after the election before all the votes in Pennsylvania are counted, this is asinine. This is asinine. A lot of these folks are talking about a red mirage. And what that basically means is that on election night, it looks like Trump's going to win. He's going to win Nevada, for example, or Arizona. How about Arizona? That's more of a state. Okay. He's going to win Arizona. And then two weeks later, after they find 100,000 votes, which we don't know where these votes came from, by the way. They suddenly Biden wins that vote and he wins the 270 electoral votes. It's a very scary world. I don't understand why we just can't go and vote. When I get my ballot, because I don't think California is even, even allowing in-person voting, I have to check this out. I am going to find a voting place and I'm going to submit my. I'm going to get my ballot. I'm going to fill it out, and then I'm going to go to a place where you can drop the ballot off. There's got to be something California's going to be doing to make this into a better way of doing it. But I digress. He, another thing he was asked when asked about Democrats who accused Trump of trying to manipulate the vote. Couldn't ha, he? Couldn't have disagreed more with this guy. He said it was the Democrats who were actually manipulating the vote. And the election night could be a disaster. I would guess election night is going to be a disaster. I wanted to stay up. I usually stay up for election nights. I don't even know I'm going to bother. I'll watch a little of it. But somehow I think this could be a mess. This is what Barr said. They're creating an incendiary situation there where there will be a loss of confidence in the vote. It'll be a close vote. People will say the president just won Nevada. Oh, wait a minute. We just discovered 100,000 ballots. I, this was my example. I, I stole it from Barr. Every vote will be counted. Yeah, but we don't know where these freaking vote votes came from. That's what he said. This is what I like, Barr. And you know what? Democrats are messing with the election. Let's take a look at some of the things. They want mail-in balloting. They want ballot harvesting. They do ballot harvesting, I think, in six states. They want to um, get rid of voter IDs. They want illegals to vote. They want criminals, felons, convicted felons to vote. They want 16-year-olds to vote. They're doing that in San Francisco right now. They are actually putting in so that 16-year-olds can vote in San Francisco for local elections. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be local elections. I'm actually absolutely positive a 16-year-old is not going to get a regular ballot and be able to vote for president. We talked about this. It's the Democrats that are jerking around with the vote, and they've been doing it for years. And when President Trump uh, won office, they've gotten worse at it, and they fight everything for it. Now, here's the thing. I like when Barr does these interviews. He is so soft-spoken calm and he controls everything he says he seems to bring calm to the chaotic trump administration and the trump administration is chaotic and the reason is chaotic is because trump's not a politician he says exactly what he thinks he wants everyone on the same page and if they're not he calls them out that is absolute true if i were trump and the trump campaign I would send Barr out to organizations like CNN, which is who he interviewed with about two weeks ago, MSNBC, ABC, and CBS, and all the like, because he is the best salesman for Trump without actually looking like a cheerleader. Now, the media will always call him a cheerleader. That's fine. They're always going to find something wrong. When we talk about the Insurrection Act in about 10 minutes, we'll, we'll bring that back up again. But Barr is Trump's best salesman and he better be right behind Barr and let Barr handle the hard interviews. Don't go in front of George Stephanopoulos in a town hall. If Barr wants to, if, if Barr, if Stephanopoulos wants to, to interview Barr or vice versa, let Barr handle it. Now, I do find this disturbing. According to the Daily Wire, which whose owner is a Orthodox Jew, so it's not a surprise he came up with this, a surprising number of young Americans polled nationwide displayed a profound ignorance about the Holocaust, with a sizable percentage even believing that the Jewish people were responsible for it, according to the results of the survey released on Wednesday. In the first-ever survey of young people between 18 and 39, I'm sorry, 39 is not that young, you should know a little bit about the Holocaust at 39, but they're, they're polling Gen Zs and Millennials. In all 50 states about the topic, the Conference on the Jewish Material Claims Against Germany discovered that nearly two-thirds of those polled did not know that six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust. Nearly half could not name a single concentration camp or ghetto. Almost a quarter either did not believe the holocaust happened, that it was exaggerated, or were unsure. About 12% had not heard that the holocaust at heard about the holocaust at all or were unsure if they had. Do you know what today is? Do you know? Probably not because no one gives a damn about it. It's the 233rd birthday of the Constitution. That's right. This day 1787 The Constitution was signed. Should this be a big deal, you think? It's not. No one cares. The fact that our children know nothing about civics of this country, world or U.S. history, should be disturbing. Heck, most can't do math or read at their grade level. Parents are beginning to see this now that their kids are at home, taking Zoom classes, watching what the teachers are actually teaching in class. They see what their kids are being taught. They see they know more about climate change than the Constitution. They know more about tolerance and diversity than they know about math. They know about the LGBTQ than they know about U.S. history. Why do you think there is such a push to get kids out of public schools and into charter schools? And yet Democrats keep pushing back on the charter schools. They're doing that for two reasons. First reasons, the leftist teachers unions are indoctrinating the kids with the left's propaganda. And that's the second reason, by the way. So you've got the the left-wing teachers unions and you've got the propagandizing and indoctrination of children today. The leftists have taken our public educational institutions. Oh, they've also taken a they've also taken our media. They've taken our arts and entertainment. They have taken our now they've taken I mean, look at how they've taken our arts and our entertainment. You cannot be a conservative in Hollywood. You can be a pedophile in Hollywood, a rapist, that's okay. But you cannot be a conservative, or you'll be blackballed. You can't be a conservative in um, you can't be a conservative in sports. You could get blackballed in that too. You have to kneel for Black Lives Matter. This is what our this is what our teachers are actually doing. They're teaching the new, the future population of a bunch of Antifa and BLM activists. Now, the only good news, most kids don't vote which gives some some old fart like me a chance but it's disgusting and if our parents don't sit back and instill i mean we've eliminated everything in this country one of the biggest most important institutions in western civilization is religion it doesn't matter what religion hey i know i know lots of muslims who are extremely conservative you know why the real Muslim religion is a conservative religion. It's still a little out there, but it is a conservative religion. They do. I used to live with Muslims. They don't believe in abortion, they don't believe in the elimination of religion. They believe you should be able. The Muslims I lived with came here so that they could be free. They could say whatever they want, they could do whatever they want, they could vote. And that individual that they're voting for is legitimately the president. It's just, it's really, 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 really disturbing. I mean, I sat back, I sat back, I'm going to, I'm going short, so I'm going to talk a little bit more. I sat back and I am very good at math, very good at math. Like I said before, I can calculate a tip in my head for dinner. And my fiance's kids are absolutely amazed that I can do this. Absolutely. I can't believe you can do that. Oh, well, I learned that in school. I tried to help one of my fiance's kids with her mathematics and her, they use common core and they have got the most fucked up way of trying to do multiplication. I looked at it as like, I don't understand what you're doing. Why don't you just take a piece of paper and write it out? Here, boom, 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 boom. No, that's how they want us to learn it and that's how they want us to write it. That looks... I mean, I understand a little bit of Common Core because it does allow you to um, do math in your head, sort of, but it's still not exactly easy and it's just like, uh, okay, you need it. i grab a piece of paper, I'll write it out. It's not a big deal. Eventually, you can figure out mathematics in your head. And it doesn't teach you like, here's something crazy, the times tables, remember that multiplication table? You go one times one all the way to 12 times 12. And if you remembered that, you pretty much were good to go with, with math and multiplication. Yeah, no, they don't teach that anymore. Common Core doesn't allow it. So they make such a complicated way of figuring out multiplication that a lot of kids just don't get it. And it takes, there was a kid, there was an internet video on Twitter that showed a kid that did multiplication. She got this. This was actually an argument for charter schools. That she did multiplication using the multiplication tables versus a teacher who is trying to teach the common course way of multiplication. The little girl did it in about quarter of the time that the teacher taught, that the teacher did it. Disgusting. And it made sense. It was just like, okay, that's that easy. So, yeah, I, I, I'm i really upset about... Uh, I'm really upset about the way they're actually handling our education system. And this is a reason to either homeschool your children, if it's possible, or maybe not homeschool the children, but at least stick them in a charter school so that they can actually learn something and maybe learn something about morality and ethics because they ain't teaching that in schools either. So the big question is, are these rioters in places like Portland and Seattle and New York and Chicago? And are are we coming to a head now? Well, it looks like we might be coming to a head. So a Kappa Delta Soror... This is according to... Uh, the Daily Wire, once again. A Kappa Delta sorority system sorority syst- in Pennsylvania's Franklin and Marshall College found herself behind bars with a bail set at $1 million for engaging in alleged criminal protesting. Now, this isn't peaceful protesting. She's actually doing something. Katherine Patterson. Twenty joined demonstrations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania over the poli- fatal police shooting of a 27-year-old Ricardo Munoz who, according to Bobby, body cam footage, charged a police officer with a knife. The police officer, if you've seen the body cam footage, which if you watch CNN, you haven't because they don't haven't shown it, the police officer actually turned and ran away and only turned to shoot the guy because he was catching up. This was a clean shoot. There could not be a cleaner shoot. And by the way, it was his girlfriend or, or former girlfriend who called the police on him, who was also a minority. So we forget about that. Facts don't matter. Remember this. The undergrad was charged with arson and other felony charges. In total, 12 other alleged criminal rioters were also charged with nine of them slapped with a million-dollar bail, including Patterson. Speaking to the Associated Press, Patterson's father, Chip Patterson, called the million-dollar bail obscene. Listen to this idiot. Quote, everything that I know so far, which is not a lot, at least he admits that, you can't you can not sit back and you don't know what's going on yet, indicates that Kat is not guilty of those charges. But then again, we'll have to wait and see. I cannot tell how long this night has been. I think regardless of what these people did or didn't do, the bail amount is just outrageous and clearly against the Eighth Amendment. Oh, my glory. Yeah, you know something? I wonder what amendment protects the owner of the store she burned down or the people she threatened. Oh, that's right. It's in the Declaration of Independence. Quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with a certain unalienable rights. That among these is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is roughly translated to property. Her rights shouldn't count when she deprives someone else's basic rights assigned by God. But you know something? It doesn't matter about her rights assigned by God because these people don't believe in God. This woman apparently is, and I I may be wrong here, so I'd have to look up a little bit more about her because she was arrested. Uh, Her school charges $60,000 a year. And she is a prominent, black lives matter supporter on campus even tweeting about it and she's white does this strike you as something that okay yeah I get it it makes sense it doesn't to me this silver spoon up her ass little chick destroyed somebody else's business that they worked for she has created and done nothing and she is going to be the moral arbiter on who has a business, who doesn't, whose lives she ruins and who doesn't, who she doesn't destroy. I don't care about her million dollar bail and I don't give a crap about what Chip thinks. Chip should have been a father and take beaten the crap out of her when she needed to be beaten up. And I don't mean beaten up, I mean bent over his knee and spanked. I don't mean, I'm not saying I, I don't agree with uh, 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 child abuse or anything like that. But this is a girl who probably needed to be spanked a couple times. And there are rumors that these people actually have a couple of houses. They have a summer home and they have a winter home. Wow, that would be a shock. Again, I don't know if that's true or it's somebody else they actually, they actually nailed. But she had no business being there. And by the way, they lowered her bail to $50,000, so I'm sure Chipper can get her out of prison. Um, And finally, I'm thinking we could have an October surprise the way the DOJ is beginning to attack this whole rioting situation, which is, for me, about frickin' time. The Department of Justice is looking into whether federal charges can be brought against Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin over her failure to crack down on the so-called autonomous zone, which was Chaz or Chap or whatever, Chop, whatever they wanted to call it, controlled for weeks by the rioters. Now, in that time, in that time, there was $2 billion of damage. I'm going to say that again. two billions of billion of damage, three people shot, one person killed, multiple sexual assaults, and the police could not help because they couldn't get in because they were being harassed. The Attorney General William Barr, good man, has tasked the DOJ by the way, this is all from the Daily Wire. Uh, you can tell I love the Daily Wire. I was gonna have something from Vox, but they pissed me off, so I decided not to do it. Um, it has been tasked has tasked the DOJ's civil rights division with investigating whether charges can be brought against Durkin. The New York Times reported on Wednesday evening, citing two people familiar with the discussions. Barr, you notice they always cite people with the discussions, but they never actually say who they're citing. They're always anonymous. I got news for you. That's kind of a problem for me. I'd like to hear who the hell is actually reporting this. Barr has also probably leakers, and that's who are anti-Trump and anti-Barr, so it's not a big shock. Barr has also asked the federal prosecutors considering charging rioters with sedition and insurrection against the United States government, according to the Wall Street Journal. Barr reported, uh, reported push, Barr's reported push to charge rioters with federal crimes emphasizes the Trump administration's push to reestablish law and order across America's cities which have together been rocked by a record amounts of damage insurance companies may shell out a record 2 billion dollars to businesses and individuals because of riot released related destruction yes i think this has to happen and it has to happen and there's a way trump can actually do this doesn't give a damn what the governor of a governor of oregon or Washington want don't give a damn what the mayors of Seattle or Portland want he can do this it's completely legal and has been done a couple of times before now in case you don't know what sedition is Uh, This is what FineLaw.com said. Sedition is a serious felony punishable by fines and up to 20 years in prison, and it refers to the act of inciting revolt or violence against a law authority with the goal of destroying or overwhelming it. The Wall Street Journal says trying to charge the mayors of sedition, though Ted Wheeler, I would love to see him charged because he's just such a garbage human being. I can't believe they're actually going over, going after the Seattle mayor, because it seems to me that um, the one they should go after is Ted Wheeler, who's had protests in Portland for 110 days or so. Okay, anyway, uh, what the Wall Street Journal says to bring a sedition case, prosecutors would have to prove there was a conspiracy to attack government agents or officials that posed an imminent danger, legal experts say. They added that there is a fine line between the expression of anti government sentiment, which could be protected speech under the First Amendment, even if it included discussions of violence, and a plot that presented an imminent danger. And could justify the charge of sedition. And that is absolutely correct. Sedition means that Wheeler and that brought up in uh, uh, Seattle would have had to actually conspire. Physically conspire with Antifa or BLM. Um, It's going to be tough. The DOJ is also going after the rioters, uh, rioters on charge of sedition. But they're also going after them for conspiracy and on RICO charges, which I think is very interesting. I think that could be the most interesting one. I think that can be done. In case you don't know, RICO laws target those who cross state lines in order to commit crimes. So if we have an Antifa member, let's call him Blake Schmalschlang, and he decides to borrow mom's car and drive from San Francisco to Portland and sets a building on fire. That is a federal crime. And can fall under RICO. Now other things that have to be done. There, there does have to be some conspiracy there. Which means he was on. I don't know. Twitter or Facebook. And maybe some Antifa member up in uh, Portland sat there and said. Hey come on up here. We're going to burn buildings or something like that. It has to be something like that. And if he says yeah sure I'm coming. Then now you've got a RICO case. Not only against not only against uh, Blake but also against um, but also against the guy who called him over and the antifa organization that the guy is in Blake and the guy who called him over are involved with so you could start arresting lots of people now just to give you an example the sedition uh, the uh, Rico Act has been used mostly for drug dealers who uh, are are Moving their product across straight lines uh, across state lines, so this is not an uncommon law I, I I think that one will actually work, but here's the one other way it's going to work. I personally think President Trump needs to get closer and implement the insurrection Act. The insurrection act states when you have insurrection that is destroying um, property that is against the government and is causing that much problem he can actually override the mayors of principalities and the governors of states and send in the uh send in the uh, national guard whether they like it or not there this is something that i mean i understand why he won't do it I understand why he's really touchy about doing that. He's mentioned he's threatened to do that, but he just won't pull the trigger. But the Insurrection Act is not something that hasn't been used before. Abraham Lincoln used the Insurrection Act. Actually, I'm not sure if he did. Uh, He actually started a civil war. But, I mean, there have been a few presidents in the 20th century who have used it. Those include Woodrow Wilson, Herbert Hoover, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Dwight D Eisenhower, John F Kennedy used it like 5 times. Lyndon B Johnson used it like 5 times. George W Bush used it twice. So you can see that both Democrats, though I wouldn't consider I wouldn't consider John F Kennedy a true Democrat, but you can see both Democrats and conservative uh, Democrats and Republicans have actually used this act. This isn't something that no one has ever touched. The reason Trump doesn't want to use it, though, is because it is something that goes against the Constitution and the rights of states and municipalities, even temporarily. And I do agree with this. Um, Trump, if he decided to use it, would be called a fascist, which Trump hasn't used this. I, I swear to God, no one knows what a fascist is. Really, no one knows what a fascist is. Um, Trump is going to be accused of being a fascist anyway. He's accused of being a fascist now, so what difference does it make? But if the states and municipalities, which includes towns and cities, are blowing this so badly that law-abiding citizens are getting hurt or their property is being destroyed, something needs to be done. That is mentioned in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution on one of the jobs of the federal government is to protect the citizens. So I'm thinking this does. He can't send the uh, uh, he can't send the Green Beret or some SEAL team to do this. He has to use the National Guard. But it is something that he does have the right to do. And I told you this in a previous podcast. I don't know when it was recent. I think he's going to do this. If these, if this garbage, he threatened the Insurrection Act on Chicago. Because of the murder rates in Chicago. I mean, last weekend there were, again, like 68 shootings, including two cops. I, I This is an insurrection. This mayor, this piece of garbage mayor, Proudfoot or whatever the hell her name is, is not doing a damn thing about this. And I think it's time that the president needs to put on his big boy pants and sit back and say, and if he implements the Insurrection Act and he stops the rioting in Portland, which has been going on for 107, 110 days, in a few hours, he'll win re-election because he's the law and order guy. Even if Biden decides to call him a fascist, a dictator, blah, 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 whatever, Donald Trump is not going to hold that stuff. So that's it. Let's go over. I can't wait to see this, uh, this town, hall with, uh, town hall with Biden on CNN. This is going to be a trip. I know it is going to be funnier than hell. It's probably going to be pretty boring. It's going to be excruciatingly frustrating because you know they're going to ask him softball questions like, uh, Pre- Vice President Biden, why is President Trump an asshole? And then he's going to sit there and give a scripted answer off a teleprompter. You know that's happening right? CNN, it's not like they don't have a history. They did it with Clinton during one of the debates. So we'll have to see what happens. But you can follow me on Twitter at Run and Fool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Twitcher, and, uh, I mean, Stitcher, and YouTube, you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com where you can view all of my links and my show notes. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumb Talking Politics.